Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Denver's home for today's comedy. Comedy 1031 is Big Mike. Man, we, we got a true comedy vet over here, man. Over 20 years in the game, and he's back this weekend at Comedy Works South. Tom Papa, what's up, man? Nice to see you. Thanks for having me. Welcome back. This is the first time we've had you over here at Comedy. I actually. know. I'm excited to have you here. I know, but you know, I feel like I've I've been here before because people talk about your station a lot. Yeah. We- people, you have a really good comedy following, and whenever I come through... People are always like, I heard you on 103. I heard you. People- well, when we get like requests, people always call for Tom Papa. So, I mean, you know, very nice. They love you here in Colorado, man. Yeah, that's very cool to hear. Well, well nice to finally be here. Well, I was going to say, you know, when you're, uh, you know, when you're getting ready and, you know, you got your calendar of what's coming up, when you see Denver come up, you know, a lot of people say Denver, like, you know, they have special feelings for that or whatever. Do you- yeah. How's that feel for you, man, when you see Denver coming up? It's like looking at, uh, it's like looking at an itinerary and seeing that you've got a spa weekend oh, nice. waiting for you. It's like, ah. <laughs> I literally, when I see Denver Comedy Works, I literally go, ah. The city of Denver needs <laughs> to hire you for their, like, it's gonna vacation. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good shows, yeah. good people, love being in the city. Yeah. This is just, it, there's nothing There's nothing wrong with this one. And you lucked out. Like, Monday we had this random snowstorm. I heard. Right? A pretty a, big one, right? back to, like, 70, so, you know, it's good to go. Yeah. Wouldn't even know it's snowing. But uh, the trees outside. look amazing right now. Yeah. You know, I come from L.A., and uh, I'm originally from the East Coast, but uh, so I crave all this stuff. But now I live in L.A. It's like palm trees don't have a good fall feel. Uh, <laughs> the only way you know that it, that the seasons are changing is when they change the uh, displays at CVS. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess it's Christmas. But even then, the problem is they're doing everything like three months earlier now. They, like they probably already they put Halloween stuff up in June. Oh and, man, you know, Christmas you, stuff up in October. You know who's the worst with that is uh, Costco. Are they? Holy cow. Like, you literally go to Costco in the summer, uh-huh. and in, you're thinking, all right, right, let's. I'll get all my Halloween stuff, because yeah. Yeah, they're ahead of it. No, it's all Christmas trees in July. I remember in July, I was driving around, and the, 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 there's a Halloween costume place called Spirit. They, they opened one of the stores. I'm like, it's July. <laughs> Who's, and, like, there was people walking in, and I'm like, I get that people love Halloween. I mean, I'm a big fan of Halloween, but I'm sure. not buying my costume in July, because... <laughs> Number one, I don't know how much I'm going to gain or lose in that time frame. I don't know if it's a fit. So, man, people love Halloween. You like Halloween? You a Halloween guy? I do like Halloween, but, again, my kids love it. We have yeah. some really cool decorations. we got yeah. these cool uh, skeleton banjo players like yeah, you yeah. motion by. and all, all very cool stuff. Very into it. Nice to have it. Um, but I will not let the kids break stuff out until October 1st. Like okay. My daughter wants to start decorating as soon as school starts. I'm like, No. We're going to be so sick of it by the time it comes. And we live in L.A., which is the future of global warming. These skeletons will be melted by the time. (laughs) You you literally can't carve a pumpkin until the night of. It seems like every year with Halloween, there there ends up being that go-to. Everybody ends up dressing. I have a feeling everybody's going to dress up as Pennywise this year from the It movie. For sure. And, like That's going to be the go-to haunted house or any, any uh, costume party you go to. Yeah, like, that's gonna... definitely going to be the big one. And, like, I'm not like, I'm not necessarily scared of clowns, and I'm not scared of Pennywise, but if there's, like, 50 of them standing around, I might get a little anxious. <laughs> like, I might get a little, like, nervous just a tad. I know. I, don't, I went to see it, and uh, I don't – yeah, I'm not that 
I, clowns aren't scary to me. Yeah. They really was never like, I know some people are really freaked out by clowns. They're annoying. Yeah. You know, nobody should look that excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That forced, <laughs> that forced joy. Like, you know, there is definitely a carny aspect that creeps yeah. you out. But, uh, yeah, not scared. Yeah, I mean, obviously when, when he has you know, all these sharp teeth coming out and all that, I mean, Bozo was more scared than it. I mean, Pennywise actually, like, I'd hang out with him down in the store. He looks seems like it good people. It wouldn't be too bad. I always like to pick a costume that has, like, a little, that has a joke, like, attached to it. Like, yeah, yeah. like last year I just, I dressed, I had a Hawaiian shirt, I had Band-Aids on my face and a neck brace and just shorts and a hat. And uh, I was a tourist who survived a really bad accident. Oh, Right, so you have a little punchline yeah, yeah. when people ask yeah, yeah. what you are. A little backstory. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm either extremely laser, extremely innovative. Like I, I just get the little thing that says "Hi, my name is" and fill up with some like, "Oh, I'm Ed Sheeran." I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't put it much work into it. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, uh, well, you're a grown up. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm a large grown up. They don't make costumes in my size that often. <laughs> so unless I'm getting a sheet, that I'm just a ghost. But then, like today's age, they might think I'm like KKK or something. So I don't want to get like anything crazy like you that. You could do so. John Candy. You could yeah. do John Candy. Andy yeah. from any one of his movies. There you go. That's pretty good. Okay, I need to get one of those. Del Griffith, the little the, mustache, yeah, yeah, do yeah, the yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles. That, yeah, yeah. Carry like the the the, the trombone, do, do what he did in Home Alone. I, you know what? I like your way of thinking. Yeah, you set me up for Halloween. This is good. You I, could, you, I set you up for the next five years. Exactly. <laughs> at least five <laughs> movies. I'm good to go. Yeah. So we got uh, Tom Pop on here. He's at Comedy Works South at Landmark. Uh, there's a few tickets left at ComedyWorks.com, so go and get those. Um, you know, comedy is, is not an easy business to get into, let alone do it for over 20 years. You know, how did this start for you? How did you start getting into comedy? Uh, well, I always wanted to do it since I was a, a kid. And then when I got out of school, uh, I just started showing up at um, open mics and bringer shows in New York. Mm. My very first show was at the New York Comedy Club in uh, New York. I, I brought three friends who would pay to sit in the audience. I would get to go on stage. Yeah. And uh, it was my three, and then I think there was, like, two other people. And the other comedian that was on was Greg Giraldo. Oh, wow. He was sitting there waiting to go on, sweating, freaked out, nervous. And uh, we became pals right then, and then that was it. We just I did my first show, and it went well enough, and it was exciting enough where that was it. I I was going to say, it's interesting hearing people's first show. It's a 50-50 split. Some say... It was it was a wreck. It was a yeah. bomb. Others say it was the best show they've ever done. Cause, yeah, you know, but they're like their second show sucked. Yeah, and yeah. mine was somewhere in between because it was like it felt good for me. But yeah. there's literally five people in the audience, and three of them are my yeah. friends. <laughs> so it wasn't like you could say that I killed. Were they supportive friends? Did they at least laugh at what yeah, you were doing? Were, okay, good. Yeah, they were supportive for sure. You don't sure. want to bring dick friends to your first show. They're like, boo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we like the first guy better. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was. it really wasn't about killing or bombing. It's just yeah. about being in that space and knowing that it felt like home. Yeah, like yeah. this was like, all right, there's no... There's nothing else literally I should be doing, yeah. you know, and then that was it. And then I just kept at it and just kept doing these bringer shows. Then you move up. They let you host a show and they let you. And the thing about doing it was so wild to me because I also was trying to get parts and things where you had to audition to be in things. Yeah. And it was like, that seems like a real crapshoot. But I remember hosting a night at the New York uh, stand up New York. And a young John Stewart was on the show. Ray Romano, who had wow. his show out already. And Brett Butler came in to do something. And I was like, I am on the same show as these people. I was like, I really think I've found 
a trap door into show business. Yeah, yeah. It's like all I have to do is be funny and I could be on the stage with John Stewart and Ray yeah. Romano. This is pretty cool. That's I think awesome. I can find a quick path here. <laughs> you know? I usually do the same thing, but I'm sitting in the audience. So it's like, I'm in the same room. <laughs> That's as cool, too. Tom Papa right now. Like, I might have a future in this. That is that. I ignore that everybody else is sitting in the same spot, but you know, it's cool. That I, that's no joke, though. Yeah. I think that that is a, that's why people are really into it. It's mm-hmm. like, wait, we get to sit there and they're not scripted. They can just sit yeah. there. They're going to riff and talk to us. And this is going to be a, this cool, like, a live thing that's only going to happen tonight. Yep. This this show is purely just for now. Yep. That's pretty great. Yeah. You and, know? And you're bringing that this weekend to Comedy Works South at the Landmark. Well, lower your expectations. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Each individual show will be its own show, so you'll be good to go. I'm hey, sorry you, to you, jump on my own plug. No, you're, you're going to be good. And, and those tickets are at ComedyWorks.com, but not only are you doing the stand-up thing, you're also, you got your own podcast yeah. And, and probably one of the best titles around, Come to Papa. The Come to Papa podcast. That's an awesome title. What made you want to get into the podcast world? Um, I started off with a radio show at SiriusXM, like interviewing uh, different comedians, and then pull, pulled it out and started doing it both. I still do it on Sirius, but as a podcast as well, because it just kind of, there's an intimacy with the fans that you don't have through other things. Like, yeah. there's like, people are fans of your podcast, and we talk to them on Twitter and they email us and we have subscribers that, you know, we send them stuff and it's really... You might get a loaf of bread. You know, you know I you mean, when get, fans meet you, yeah. right? Like, who listen to the show, they really feel like they know you. Yeah. Right? There's well, a connection. And you got, I mean, yeah, you got almost 400 episodes and yeah. like, you know, some, you'll see some people's podcasts, you might see them do one every other week or yeah. one every month. Like, you're actually doing them several times a week. And I mean, thousands of thousands of people are listening to it. Yeah, it's really cool. And I did this other thing where I would do these live shows because I always liked uh, Prairie Home Companion. Mm. I always loved that classic radio show that Garrison Keillor did. And so I started doing these live Come to Papas. And then off of that, which just literally happened last week, the Prairie Home people came to me and asked if I would help with their comedy. Oh, cool. So I'm now the head writer, and I appear weekly on Prairie Home Companion. There you go. Yeah, because awesome. of doing this, right? Yeah. Because of doing this radio stuff. Where, where are they able to find your uh, podcast at? Uh, just go on iTunes or uh, SoundCloud or um, Stitcher, any place where there's podcasts. Cool. You can also just go to my website, go to TomPapa.com, and that, that'll give you all the stuff. And, uh, yeah, and subscribe and, you know, be, become part of the uh the Come to Papa family. Well, uh, we want to thank you uh, for making time for us. Like I said, it's uh, this weekend at Comedy Works downtown. It's Comedy Works uh, South at Landmark. And beautiful weekend this weekend. Great weekend to get out and get some comedy and go check out Tom Papa, man. So great. And thank you so much. And I'm, I really is no joke. I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke. There's very few comedy successful radio shows in the country. And this is, this is it. Yeah. You really you nailed it. Yeah, we're about to have our fifth birthday party actually at Comedy Works South and here in just about two weeks. And sweet. We're excited to do it. And man, we're excited for people like you to stop by that, you know, give us content to make people laugh, man, because <laughs> there's not enough laughter in the world today. So there, please send me a picture of your John Candy for this Halloween. Okay, cool. Please. I'll get you. Which one do you think you'll go with? I'll probably have to get the, uh, like, the lumberjack uh, thing, the, with the, the hat and all that. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to Google all <laughs> oh, his that'd movies. Be great. With and the, the boots? Yeah, yeah. I'll have to Google all the movies, but probably that. What was that? The, the Great Outdoors? What was that? Uh, oh, the Great Outdoors. Oh, I thought you meant his Del Griffith when he, he had the, the, um, 
Your flap hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I'll have to Google it. I'll have to Google all the things. I can't wait. This could be big for you. Well, Tom Papa, <laughs> thank you so much. Go to Comedy1031.com and go to ComedyWorks.com. Get your tickets. Tom Papa. Thanks, man. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.